And we are back. Episode eight. Episode eight. Eight weeks. It doesn't feel like it's been eight weeks. No. It's like we should celebrate with some dirty hand jobs. It it does. Um, uh, but it does feel like it's been a while since we've sat together. It though. is. But we got an extra good episode today. We do have a we have a very special episode. Bit of a callback. Yeah, got some, a special uh, guest. Yeah. Um, he's pretty. Oh yeah. Pretty dickish. Oh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's just true. All right, well, are you ready? I am ready. All right. All right, let's get this thing going. Cheers, motherfucker. Cheers. It feels so good when it touches your lips. Whiskey's pretty good, too. <laughs> Like we said, we have a special episode today, um, a bit of a callback to the episode one history of us. Mm-hmm. Um, we did some shit talking about someone on that episode, and... I like you keep saying it like it's a mystery guest of some kind. It is a mystery. Is it a mystery? It's We've we've been away from him enough, we don't know how he's going to be. Yeah. The captain. The captain. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that made my night. That's good. <laughs> oh, Mr. Mr. Jordan the himself. Captain. Jordan himself. Yeah. So uh, we did some shit talking. According to him, it wasn't as much as we thought it was. So, so. we failed from episode one. But um, So we have him on here today to, to talk about something. But today, the three of us are drinking um, Red Breast 12-year Irish whiskey. We've, we've had this before. We just finished off the bottle. So, so cheers to cheers, Jordan. you guys. And the main reason we're drinking this instead of Jameson is because Jordan specifically said earlier that he's tired of us drinking fucking Jameson on most of the episodes. Correct. So, um, yeah, without further ado, here is Jordan. What's up, buddy? Hey, guys. How are you? You know, everything's good. That's good. Good. How's life? <laughs> I, I mean, life's good. Life's good. I got no complaints. You know, just none, not one. Not, I, I can't think of not a one. single complaint in Georgia or anything. No. Okay. Um, well, I live in Tennessee now. No, I understand so that. The great state of Tennessee. But I mean, you know, there's always the ex-wife. But beyond that, <laughs> there's always the yeah, ex-wife. I know the feels, dude. I got two. <laughs> one up on me. <laughs> right. All right. So uh, we went back on the, on the history of us and we talked a little bit about Jordan played drums with us. Back in the day, it was all about some fucking Matchbox 20. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad to get back to that. Are you? All right. And uh, the only dude I know, too, he ordered. How much is that fucking drum set you ordered that, that you bought, oh, that God. custom set? Um, I think the it Donahoe was. set. Yeah, the Donahoe. So I had a custom-made set from a guy that I don't think makes drums anymore. But his, his last God. name was. Yeah, well, his last name was Donahoe. I thought he made a good product. but um, I, They're I, pretty. I think I paid four and a half thousand something like Jesus that for it. i mean that was Christ. but that was cases that was hardware that right. was kick pedals that was the drums that was everything yeah. well prior to that what you had the set that uh we the colored Slingerland it with, with set, sharpie right then made the uh, the checkerboard that yeah, was the that first was, set anyway that wasn't slingerland that was uh the checkerboard set was a ludwig that i no let me take it back that my parents bought for me from a pawn shop Wow. I know um, exactly the pawn shop. Yeah, and it had some sort of a it had some sort of veneer on it that was it was outdated. So me and another friend of ours, a former band member, 
uh, basically made checkerboard uh, paint. Yeah, I guess. Who who is that? We don't. Nothing, sh- was we don't... More, nothing was more punk rock and ska in the nineties than checkerboard. Yeah, right. it was, and we did it with sharpie markers, right? Which, which made it even more punk rock. Right. It yeah. was. Yeah, it went with your hat. It did. It did. <laughs> so it worked out. Yeah. So for those of you, well, nobody knows, but he wore this hat for years that he fucking loved. His Atlanta Braves hat. Atlanta Braves hat with uh, fucking spikes through the bill. Yeah, that's right. Because that was punk rock. It was. I mean, the hat was punk rock. It was. The hat's old, so it was a redneck punk rock. Is what yeah, that shit it was. was. Uh, it was a mix of everything that I believed in at the time. Right. So, um, you guys knew each other long before you knew me. Yes, like years and years and years and years. I didn't meet you guys until I was in high school. Yeah, we met when we were young. We we're in kinder- yeah, kindergarten. Yeah, we we're in elementary school. Right. And then I quickly became both of y'all's better friend, like separately. I would agree <laughs> with that. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Right, because I have my way of being divisive among other people. <laughs> So uh, I think it's pronounced divisive now. Divisive, is it? That, tri- that the, triggers me. I think it's what Don Lemon says. I'm not sure. Don so, uh, so yeah, if you guys want to talk about that, like going back to the history of us, like honestly, a big part of that history is uh, fucking Jordan. Not fucking Jordan, but you know. <laughs> well, I mean, motherfucking Jordan. <laughs> I didn't get the short end of the stick. Yeah. So, I'm sorry. Do you remember when we met? Because we've known each other longer than, than so, Stephen. Uh, I was listening to the first episode and... Honestly, I cannot remember a time in my life when you weren't my best friend. Yeah, I can't remember that either. So, I that's I mean, we went to I guess it was first grade or kindergarten together or something or not. Well, you or you would have been in first grade and I would have been in kindergarten cuz you were a grade ahead of me. So, I went to first grade in public school. Okay, so it couldn't have been that. Yeah, so we met at Highland. Yeah. At church, right? And then in second, third and fourth grade, I went to the uh, Highland Christian Academy, the private school there. And I think you guys were there, too, because your mom was a teacher. Yes, that's correct. So probably then I guess I would have been in first grade, maybe. Maybe. Something like that. Well, but I think we met before getting it, before I started going there. I'm not 100% sure. See, I don't remember that far back. I don't remember exactly when we met. I just know we were going to, we met because we went to church in Highland. Because you guys had a, a house almost right across the street from Highland at the time. You guys were living in Pulaski. Wow, yeah. Okay, so that would have been... I know what you're talking about. That was a... Anyway, yes, that's correct. So I want to interject with a question, and I wonder this a lot. So you're from Pulaski. Why the fuck do you say Pulaski instead of Pulaski? That's what everybody says. Really? Yeah, I've never heard of that. You're the only you know, person but I've heard... I have another friend in Pulaski that that um, makes fun of me for saying that. Right. I've always heard it as Pula- like Pulaski. Yeah, I think that's... Well, it's a Polish name, so that's the correct... Don't get fucking racist on this podcast. (laughs) I'm just saying it's the correct pronunciation. (laughs) Do you guys remember when that was a thing back before? Like, I don't know, when Pollock jokes were big? Was it in the 80s? I mean, before that also, but I mean, that's when I remember hearing them a lot. Well, you hear Pollock jokes and dumb blonde jokes. Right. Yeah. Anyway, continue. I I apologize. I just want to interject with your infuriating pronunciation of Pulaski. (laughs) It's just what they do. So anyway, we we met (laughs) going to church there, then we both ended up going to Highland Christian Academy and... For three years, anyway. And then I think when I went back to public school, maybe it was the same year that, that you guys started homeschooling. Yeah, so I guess my mom... So from what I understand, uh, the school wanted me to take some ADD medication or something like that. And at the time, my mom was just Vietnamese. Vietnamese. Uh, Vietnamese. Vietnamese. You are racist. <laughs> Jesus. I can't even speak. So she was just really opposed to that. And uh, so she pulled me out. And said, no, I'm going to homeschool him. And to be true, or to be fair to mom, she was 
well equipped to do it. Yeah. But um. Anyway, yeah. So do you I, remember you and I being in the? So Highland was such a small school with limited number of teachers that when I was in third grade and you were in second grade, those two grades they put in the same classroom together, and your mom taught the class. I do remember that. Yeah. Yeah. So and the, actually the only. The only thing I can think about that is that the mom's was extra hard on me. I and I know I've always found that was like, why mom? You're my mom. You you should be better to me than this. But you know that's the teacher's child in the same classroom. I get it. Yeah. So one thing I remember about uh, mine and Jordan's relationship was um, I remember this sticks out to me when I think about like our history together that one time cause we didn't get into a lot of disagreements, arguments, fights or whatever, but I don't think we ever did. Yeah. But there's one time, there's one time we got into it about something. I don't remember what it was, but you're, you're at, out at my house and we got into it about something. I don't know what it was. And Jordan found a piece of Flint in the driveway and, and it, you know, Jordan was always had these little knickknacks and trinkets and stuff to do like cool shit with like legitimately. I remember he made wooden guns for us to be able to play like army and shit like that, like made legitimate like M16s and shit. And, and he always had the best Lego collection. And, but he found this piece of Flint right after he and I had gotten into an argument. He was like, that's great. You can start a fire with Flint, you know, or whatever, whatever he he was going to do with it. And I was like, Oh no. You can't have, nah, that's in my driveway. You can't, you can't have that Flint. No way. You put that back. That's for my driveway. You can't have it. And, and that just sticks out in my head as, as remembering a disagreement like that. You've got a way better memory than no, I do. No, he remembers stuff like a woman is what it I is. I don't remember any of that. I, I was mean, raced by a woman. Remember that time you did that shit 14 years ago? Yeah, Fuck I don't, you. No, I don't the, remember but that either. story was about me being petty. Right. Well, yeah. But that... Jesus Christ. Isn't that the whole point of, of no. a memory like that is because no, no. you're fucking petty? No, no, no. The memory is when you put it, remembering it like a woman is when you're putting it on the other person. You remember when you did this to me? Right. Remember when you Which said Which is being this? petty. Sure. I, I mean, I don't know. I think it's got a good point. Usually women are directing their anger at people. Right. They're okay. directing, I, I would have been directing, like, you tried to steal some fucking flint out of my driveway. <laughs> yeah, it would have been completely no. turned around. Yeah, that's Remember funny. that time you were 10 and you stole some flint? That's right. <laughs> that's right. <clears throat> I remember one time that I broke Jordan had this antenna it was like a TV antenna or whatever that you you know extend out whatever like someone would use as a pointer and um, <laughs> and he, had, he was doing something in his, he had it in his room for something I don't know what we were using it for but it was in his room and he had went to go do something else and I was messing around with the antenna and broke it <laughs> and I remember breaking it and I was like shit and like put it back together and he came up <laughs> <laughs> this is a stupid kid. But he came back up in the room, and I was like, all right, what are we going to do? And I went to pull the antenna out <laughs> as it was broken and pulled it out and, like, threw the piece on the ground. I was like, oh, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> there we go. So, I don't remember any of that. This, this, but this, this is the same asshole, though, that stuck the head of my fucking fender in a ceiling uh, fan. I did true. feel bad about that. I yeah. did. Yeah. <laughs> let, let me see it. So like, that's how we knew we were going to be a fucking drummer. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, so do you, I don't know what your recollection was for the drummer thing, but like the only reason in my mind, the only reason that I became a drummer was because Krista bought you a bass. No, 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 nope. She bought me that after the fact. All right, 
Because I always thought I kind of ended up the default drummer because there was nothing left to do. <laughs> I was exactly, I was going to say the exact same thing. Like bass was taken, guitar that's, was taken. That's where it came it's like, down. Well, fuck, if you want to play like, in the band, hey, you're a drummer. Band, and that's not the way I remember it. Like, I don't remember it that way. I remember it as Jordan and I both wanted to be drummer. And my stepdad had told me, if you're ever going to be in a band, be a bass player because um, they're less bass player. Everybody wants to be the, the front man. Everybody wants to play lead yeah. guitar. And then after that, people want to play drums be a bass player you, you can always get a job as a bass player and See, and i think i my remembrance and maybe it's wrong but it was that the two of us wanted to play drums and i just said uh you know in whatever way i would have said it then fuck it i'll just play bass yeah i don't but i don't remember again I, that could be that could be a completely false memory yeah i just I just remember feeling like the drums were just defaulted to me, which which was fine with that because I don't think I had any real great musical talent. <laughs> you actually weren't a bad drummer; like you did you did well. Like you know, after we were all fucking sucked at the beginning. Well, of this it, is but, true, but um, I mean, you got to where you're pretty decent. You just didn't like fucking punk rock that much, and we wanted I, to be a punk rock band. So, so to this day, I still don't like punk rock. Not that great. I mean, it's okay every now and then, but I I would much rather listen to something else. But right. my music. Like? Well, like Matchbox Twenty, <laughs> or of course, the, or Pearl Jam, or the Dave Matthews Band, or Rob Rob Thomas's solo work, or Rob Thomas's solo work, which is questionable at best. But you know, there's I don't know my. Would you uh, say it's smooth? I would say it's smooth. So Wakes smooth. me up at three a.m. <laughs> Gives me that push in the morning. <laughs> so, essentially, you know, like most people will say things like, "Oh, what kind of music do you like?" and then they'll say, "Oh, I like everything." But that's not true. Mm. Like, if you if you say something like, "Do you like everything?" Okay, well, name a bluegrass band you're interested in. Right. And so that that kind of irks me a little bit. So I, I usually take the opposite approach, which is people say, "What kind of music do you like?" Not much. You know, I got, I've got very defined musical taste, right. and that's what I stick with. So that's funny. Anyway, all right. Yeah. So then, from then moving forward to, when do you remember? When was the first time you met Stephen? What do you remember that? God, I think I met Stephen. I think it was at your house the first time. I don't exactly. Uh, dude, Maybe I it was no at Joe's clue. house. Like my earliest memory of all of us is legitimately like the Baptist church and or of course a couple practices prior, like at fucking harvest time. Like I, that's my earliest memory of hanging out. Wow. No, guys. it was definitely before that. Yeah. But I, I think it wasn't like, much before that. No. Well, like when we met Joe, so our, my circle of friends was pretty tight. Mm-hmm. Like I had a lot of, well, I say a lot. I have a, I had a few really good friends, Joey, uh, Joseph. And then we met Joe mm-hmm. and then Joe kind of opened up different friendships for us. And that was new for me because I was homeschooled. So I didn't really have a lot of interaction with people that I liked. Um, our I'm, homeschool kids are weird as fuck. Yeah. Yes. I mean, we have that in common. We are both yeah. homeschooled. You can, you can spot them a mile away. There's like, like a Jordan smell. was homeschooled, I think longer than you though. Right. You no, know, he was, but I was still sixth grade through graduation. So I mean, it was, yeah, well, you know, so I, I mean, I participated in other things that got me out and about same. And, and my mom was not, I think she looked at the world in a different light than most homeschool parents did. Jesus. <laughs> so <laughs> Jesus, it was, uh, she just, um, she didn't want to insulate us from the world 
if if that makes sense. Like she she wanted us to get out there and have normal relations with normal people right. outside of the homeschool circle. Because like we would go to homeschool meetings at the skate center. Oh, I hated the homeschool. Yeah, meetings. at the skate center in Fatville, and so. Um, and you could look around and be like, all these kids are weird yeah. and we're going to go over here by ourselves. Yeah. We and were the bad influence kids. Like we I was never allowed to hang out. <laughs> we were the kids that your mom so I can specifically remember actually you, cause we were in separate homeschool groups, yeah. so to speak. But Joe Reeser was in the one I was in and this guy named Ben Smith, who was a fucking prick and I still hate the kid. Okay. Uh, well, I say the kid, he was such a weird Fair anyway, but we'd go out and play football. Right. And. We always play tackle football because we were all fucking 12, 13 years old. Sure. And Joe dove for somebody and his face hit somebody's heel because he fucking tried to dive tackle him and gave him a black eye. I mean, that makes sense. Karen, his fucking mom, got with the other moms and they banned tackle football because of that fucking incident. That is the general homeschool way. But that is my first taste of why I fucking hate his mom so much. Yeah, I... uh I don't know. Anyway, so we were in in a homeschool group and... um, so did you met Stephen in the homeschool group or no? no? Okay, so I, I just want to make sure I was. Yeah, no, I met so. Stephen through Joe the same right. way you yeah. did, okay. um, and I was just saying that that because of the way the homeschool dynamic works, that the you you open up windows into different people's lives through other people. Right. Well, at that time, not to interrupt you again, but yeah, the homeschool ahead. world was not as popular or not as well known. Like it was kind of like a the wild west and so oh, yeah. your, your interaction your, your your options of hanging out with other fucking homeschool kids were really limited so unless you did other activities yep. like you were you were only like basically forced to hang out with these fucking weirdo kids all the time yeah so that it is and it, so now it seems to be a lot more tolerated but back then it was it was super frowned upon or at least yeah. i remember feeling that way uh like Absolutely. my mom wouldn't you know, like if it was before school let out, let's say, and we wouldn't go. Couldn't be seen in public. Couldn't be seen in public. We wouldn't go to Walmart to do groceries because it's like, okay, so it's, you know, one o'clock in the afternoon. We're done with our studies, but we can't go out in public or we can't go play in the front yard because we don't want people to well, think. Well, the truant officer thing was a real deal because you don't, real well, at least you always heard, heard stories of homeschool kids and parents getting taken to court and shit because yeah. their kids weren't in school because there wasn't right. really any type of proper regulation of the thing. Like yeah. It says and, the Wild West. Yeah, it was. It was. And so there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of things you had to worry about as a child. And I don't remember. I mean, it's not that it was really that big a deal in, in the grand scheme of things because you're trading one for the other. So it was kind of a mutual thing, but um, it, it was just one of those situations where you had to be careful about. You knew who you were, and you had to be careful about how you were seen. Yeah, based on the fact that you were a homeschool kid. Well, there's a ton of judgment. For yeah. Sure. Well, even today, so um, the people that I work with or that I interact with today, as a as an adult, so I'm like 37 years old, and as an adult, I still tell people. You know, if they ask where I went to school, I say I grew. I went to school in a one-room schoolhouse in the middle of Tennessee. Because that's better, weirdly enough. Yeah, that's better, and it's true because you can say it was a one-room schoolhouse. My graduating class was two people, and you can give <laughs> these stats, and people go, "Oh my God, you must have been like out in the way boonies." Right. Like, oh yeah, we were. But definitely. you say I was a homeschool kid. Yeah, you say Jesus. you're a homeschool kid, and they're like, ah, yeah. Do you know math? You know, just like they just uh, either either they assume that you're some sort of 
super intelligent, weird kid or that you're retarded, one or, or the other. Or hyper-religious. Yeah, or hyper-religious. Yeah. Like, you know more about the Bible than you anything else. Right. So, you know, uh, or you and were you like, were yeah. you were hyper-religious. Well, I don't know if I was ever hyper-religious, right. <clears throat> but... I could put on a good front, though. Yeah, I, I could play the game. Yeah. I mean, you know, you, you adapt to your survival situation and, right. you, and you survive and overcome. Yeah. Speaking of that, which, you know, you never hear, especially in the day and age of school scandals of teachers sleeping with their students. You don't hear about that in the homeschool community. This much. is true, which Not is often. a good thing for the homeschool community. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Especially, is... yeah. Especially in the special <laughs> needs community. This... You, don't, don't hear about, you don't hear about a lot of racial prejudice. <laughs> this is a great, this is a great point. Yeah. You don't have to worry about stats matter. I mean, unless you're getting taught by your uncle or some shit, you should be good to go. Yep. Yeah. Weird Uncle Jerry. <laughs> uncle Bad Touch. Don't sit don't sit on Jerry's lap. <laughs> I swear oh. to God, I don't have a memory. I, I like really up until high school, and I swear to God I was probably diddled as a kid. Like that's the only explanation I have is some dark repression of why I have no memories. There is a finger or more in my butthole at some point in time as a child. I think I just ran out of brain space and eventually things just started falling that's out. Or two. I don't I don't you know. <laughs> I was never homeschooled, so I don't... Oh, I'm I don't talking about because of homeschooling. I'm talking about it when I was much younger than that. Well, so it it is, to your point, a lot different today as far as kids that are homeschooled now. Like, my daughter homeschooled the last two years of her, of high school. And she worked a job where she went to work in the morning when technically everyone would be in school and then she would come home at noon and she would do her schoolwork then she also dual enrolled at a local community college and took took a couple college classes each semester yeah each semester of of her junior and senior year so it is looked upon differently yeah that's what i'm saying yeah but i'm just saying too not just that looked upon differently but like when after you made the commitment to homeschool when we were younger like you fucking homeschooled you weren't going back to public school it would be difficult because they didn't like to take the education stuff you've done, they'd want to put you back in the grade right. where you started homeschool. Well, that's what happened to my brother. when He he and my sister homeschooled for a year, and then when they went back to school, he had to go back a grade. Oh, that's that's some bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Well, colleges well, for a long time wouldn't take your high school it. credit if you were homeschooled for a I long time. I didn't know that. Yeah. So we went through. Unless you umbrellaed under an accredited school. So that's what we did is we umbrellaed under an accredited school, and that was good enough for us, and right. we had to take our SATs and all that other stuff. Yeah, right. So that that worked out, and I I don't know. My mom may have had some forethought in that. That's what I was gonna say. She had to have because I know I knew some people specifically that didn't do their SATs and shit. They just graduated high school with whatever, and then they were fucked. They couldn't do anything. Yeah, else. yeah. Because in well, even in college, you have to take some sort of entrance exam. Exactly. SAT, ACT, something. And then depending on how seriously your parents took your secular education, right? Like if all you did was take Bible classes, you were fucked to try to get into college. Yeah, and I so I don't know anyone who prescribed slow or only to solely to Bible stuff. But I mean, I do. So I, I don't know. I guess it goes both ways. I know some homeschooler kids that were really well off and did a, and, and their parents set them up for success right. and it all worked out. And then I know some that just kind of lollygagged around, I guess. Dude, right my cousin's home or my cousin, her husband homeschool their kids. She lets them choose what they want to do. So they're basically a bunch of fucking dumb little sociopaths. Like yeah, they, I bet. they just run wild. They do it. They have, she's one of her kids fucking has killed two of their cats. 
you know. Nice. Yeah, that's a bad sign. <laughs> yeah, that's a, it's a bad situation. <laughs> the red flags you may want to pay attention to. I know. Like the next fucking Dahmer. They're out there pulling fly, flies, wings off. Yeah, like that type of shit. <clears throat> yeah, just pick, pick what you want to learn, chill. Like, dude, if I was seven and my mom was like, just learn whatever you want. It's like fucking, I'm learning how to eat more ice cream and shit. Yeah, I probably would have picked something like rocket science and just strangling. went straight to rocket science. <laughs> right. Like, well, there's all this other stuff you have to know, like trigonometry that may be helpful in nah. that. Nah. <laughs> no, I'll just skip that. Just go straight to rocket science. <laughs> rocket science and fucking cat killing. <laughs> You're taking a lot of biology classes, right, Jimmy. Le- What's up with that? Can learn all the ways to skin a cat. Yeah. <laughs> I, I identify as someone that's already taken trigonometry. Um, so what? What? Trigonometry. Trigonometry. Okay, so I thought you said trigonometry. Nope. Okay, I took that class. No, it's you're, tri- no, it's you're triggering me by saying that. <laughs> uh, anyway, I, I keep interrupting you. No, guys that's fine. Because I feel sad and left out. So, what do you remember about when we started? When we decided, the four of us, us three and Joe, decided to be a band. What do you remember from that, like, starting there? I mean, not much other than, like, I just went with the flow in a lot of ways. Like, everybody was about punk rock, and I was like, well, shit, I guess I'm about punk rock, too. So, I I didn't really have a lot of opinion on it, probably (laughs) mostly because I just didn't care that much about punk rock music. Right. But, you know, it was an opportunity for me to get to play drums, and that's kind of what made me happy, so I was doing it. So when we were all fans of MXPX, you secretly hated it? I didn't find it that interesting. Wow. Yeah, brainstorm, right? I feel like, fucking you gotta think about betrayed. That one. Betrayed. You. you know, I bought the album, and I made my contribution, but, yeah, it was well, okay. Slowly Going to Buffalo may have been one of the best albums yeah, out of the Yeah, but then come out to It was later. good. I just found so everything, what? like, if you were to... In my opinion, if you were to take the the chops out of out of the separation between track one and track two, if you were to just bleed them in together, you wouldn't hear any difference. He was he was more evolved in his taste than we were at that point oh. in time. I just like Yuri Ruli, the drummer mm. for MXPX. I I didn't hear anything different from one song to the next, and right. so to me that set the standard. Like, I disagree. Okay, you just play this and you roll with it. Right. So it was really fast. Yeah. And it was really fast. And that was the end of the story. Yeah. It was fast. Right. And do you, you, do you remember our first fast. show at the church? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I do. Oh, and I found that picture the other day too. Good. That's going up with this episode. It should. It I should. had I had the video at some point in time. Probably looked the show. like a chode. And I had not find it right. It's a terrible picture. Like it's not good quality, but I've got it and I'll post it. Yeah, so I mean, you know, a lot of a lot of what you're gonna see, you're gonna see a kid that didn't know where he was and didn't know what he was about and just blended in with what everybody else was doing because he just didn't know what life was about at that time. You couldn't stand out like the hat. Like I stood out. Yeah, the hat the hat was a a big deal for me. What's but. interesting is in this picture he doesn't have the hat on anymore. That's because you guys fucking made fun of me enough I took it off. And that's a good damn thing too. I don't know. Live your own life, Steven. Yeah, I do. Live my I live my own truth every day. Like you can barely see me in this picture. See, that's the life of a drummer. You're just in the background. <laughs> you don't count. It's true. The only thing that counts is what's that. put out of the speakers. We're passing around a picture from our first show. So right. we'll go up with our podcast. Dude, Joe looks like he's fucking ten. See, but that's but that's kind of part and parcel of the drummer thing, like I fit well in that sector because I was... He looks like a ghost of I a I was child. kind of the kid that just stood in the background, and I just, I don't know, just wasn't that involved. I was just there and doing my thing and checking the block and moving on. Yeah. 
That's awesome. He is. He looks like a teenager that something happened to him when he was a kid, and he just got stuck there. <laughs> <laughs> Forever and always. So oh, those were good times, though. They, they were, were good times. Yeah, they were. I had a great time. I had so much fun in that band. Was, like I look back with absolute fond memories. Oh, of yeah. everything. <laughs> Even the, when we did terrible. Yeah. Oh yeah. So do you remember? We had a very inflated sense of awesome. I, I yeah. still believe I was awesome. I mean, <laughs> I did not before we played that first show that that picture's in, but after we played that show... Oh, my God. Like I cloud was nine. King of the world, man. Yeah, like, it was a great feeling. Everybody, I mean... Except being a Christian man, there were no dirty hand jobs backstage afterwards. That's true. Except from each other. <laughs> I don't so, know what you guys were doing. I was packing up my drum equipment. What do you so, think we were jerking off to? <laughs> so... um do and maybe maybe this is not a fair question because if you've listened if you you listened to episode one so you've at least in the last eight weeks had your memory jogged a little bit do you remember what our original name was in that band uh was it good day 81 no oh i don't know grind plate special oh that's right it was grind plate special and we were made fun of for it at one point by one person it was a stupid name yeah, I think you came bit. up with that name, actually. Fuck, fuck you, no, I asshole. Think, I, think I, consen- I came up with that goddamn name. I think it was a consensus agreement where Steven said Grindplate, because we were punk rock, we added special to it. And Jordan didn't give a shit. That's true. That Jordan did not Joe care. argued, though. He wanted, I don't remember what name he wanted. Really, I thought he agreed to that one. Maybe he didn't. I, I think, as, as I do, I, I was a little domineering in the conversation and, and, and insisted in some way, shape, fashion, yeah, or form. I didn't care. It wasn't, it wasn't right. important it to me. So, Good Day 81 came after we got made fun of with Grind Plate Special. Well, that's... And we went yeah. to Good Day 81 because you have to have... In the 90s, you had to have a number yes, or something did. like that. Right, because Blink-182 set the standard. Uh, exactly. And yeah. then you uh, eventually, at the late 90s, would you come... Well, we had, we had some 41 came along and... SR seventy one, which they weren't really punk rock, I guess, but no, still. I don't know. I do you, do you know that they are the original writers, of, or the guy from that were the original writers of nineteen eighty five, the Bowling for Soup hit. Really, that was the guy from SR seventy one wrote that song. That it's on, it's song on their too. second album. Interesting. Yeah, that's a great song. It is. The lyrics were different though. If you read, if you listen to it, they, I mean, they, Bowling shocking. for Soup changed them up a little bit. Yeah, not a lot. A little little tidbit there for you. So, um. From that point on, what do, from from playing that show, because that would have been either I think it was late in my senior year of high school, I think, um, like ninety nine, maybe it was ninety eight. I don't remember for sure. Had I graduated then? Because I graduated in ninety eight. You might have. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, maybe because you may have been. Were you in Motlow? Maybe. I don't remember for sure. Columbia State. That's where that we I don't. I don't remember if that was ninety eight or ninety nine, but it was either it was either the spring semester of my junior or senior year. Um. So, what do you remember after that? Man, uh, well, I mean, you know, it was a, like I said, a cloud nine experience. I, uh, I just remember feeling that I was actually cool for once in my life which was pretty amazing because you were but yeah right so like i i was completely one thing that homeschooling does to you is it makes you completely unaware of your social standing around you yeah and 
which is not necessarily a bad thing. Uh, because well, that's why you have to have youth group or something like that. Yeah. I'm not saying have well, not to. Not from a social standpoint. No, well, I you know drop your hierarchy, essentially. Right. So right. you are the hierarchy, and you know, you and your siblings are the hierarchy. Right. Well, like we homeschooled our oldest, me and Amanda, for a couple of years, and it's the best fucking thing because he dropped all that shit. He quit being self-conscious. He yeah. quit being whatever. So he's gone back to public school this year, and he's doing... I mean, he's had to learn some social things of how to, like, survive in high school. Sure. But as a whole, he has a much healthier attitude towards himself and towards the shit around him because he's not constantly worried about all the other bullshit that you get. So it's a, that side of it's a good thing. Yeah, and I think, I think it was a good thing for me because I had no problem venturing out on my own. You know, I, I say things like I was kind of the guy in the background, but, but it was really because I didn't... Everything that we were doing as a band was uncharted territory for me, and so I was sitting back and learning a lot and just trying to figure life out. Uh, because in a lot of ways, Joey was my was my only anchor to the outside world that I could trust because I, I did other things. Like, I was heavily involved in Boy Scouts, and I did some I was going to bring up the Eagle Scout thing. Yeah, yeah. So I did some sports stuff very lightly, um, but... But, like, if I wanted to reach out and grab the real world, Joey was my anchor on that. Like, I knew that Joey knew about this stuff because Joey was cool and Joey had girlfriends and all right. that nonsense. So, and he had that fucking car with the Superman logo. Yeah, on the back. and he had the cool car, right, and all yeah. the girls seemed to like him. So, oh, it was dude, like, well, what's Joey, Joey doing? Joey could have pulled so much pussy back in the day if he had Christian God. kids. He I just, mean, he, he was pulling more pussy than us, obviously. Well, but. I think he was just too humble to. To do anything Since he had other a kid than that. Nah, like I think it was 14. scared. That, that could have been <laughs> it, think, too. I think it was uncharted. That was the uncharted territory for me, and I, I had nobody to reach out and, and hold on to to go through that. Yeah, so so in a lot of ways, all I remember is, okay, I'm doing something cool, and people are excited to talk to me, which was a totally new experience for me. Right. Uh, because I had been, it, it goes back to that homeschooling thing, like I had largely just stayed out of, anything that was happening around me uh, that had to do with with the public in general just because I just didn't know what to do, so I just I just hung back and just chilled out. Right. Um, and I was perfectly fine doing that because I was, because there again, of the homeschool thing, I was so confident in who I was. Like, I, I knew, you know, Clint Eastwood would say, a man's got to know his limitations. <laughs> so, like, oh, that's... God damn it, I've heard you quote, you quote that Clint so much. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, so, you know, hey, Clint Eastwood said it, it must be true. So that's what I rolled with. And I, I just knew my world, and every now and then I'd venture out and see something else. But the... I don't know. We, I, I was just so happy to be doing something that people were interested in and therefore interested in me. And that was a new feeling for me in a lot yeah. of ways. So anyway, that's that's really what I remember. Yeah, that seems like a, a good, unless you have something to say, we need to take a quick ad break. Yeah, that's fine. We'll take a quick Make break. Make our goddamn we'll, five cents. We'll, we'll get back into this in just a moment. And we're back. So um, uh, you were saying that um, you were, it was so nice to like playing in a band and that, you felt cool, like that something you were interested in, and that made people be interested in you um, when we were we were playing back then. So, fast forward because there's a a break in our relationships where Stephen's gone because we we still at that time as teenagers, like he was a friend of ours, but he was a friend of ours through through Joe, and so Stephen goes off to college in Florida. 
to chase a girl. Bible and, college, thank you that's very right, much. Bible college to chase a girl. And you and I are still friends during all that. Like, we're still close. We see each other all the time. And then at some point during that, because we're still in church together. And at some point during all that, I get married. Stephen comes up and is in the wedding party. But from that point on, in my life anyway, Stephen's always, like, there's just that little break where he was in college. And we talked a little bit. Like, Stephen and I talked a couple of times while he was in Bible college in Florida. But when he comes back and he's in the wedding party, Pretty much from that point on, we kind of stayed um, in contact with each other because when he got married uh, the first time, Crystal was pregnant with Olivia, and we, we went to their wedding in Columbia. And so um, at that point, you and I were still hanging out quite a bit. And then he go he gets married. They move out to Colorado or Arizona? Arizona. Arizona. And he's a youth pastor. Yeah, at Flagstaff. Yeah. Why the fuck did you put that in parentheses? No, that was in quotations. Yeah, that's a what youth I meant. Pastor. Air yeah. quotes. Air quotes. Because yeah. th- to be honest. So <laughs> I don't really <laughs> remember much in between that time other than when Stephen came back right. post-divorce. You don't. So you don't remember us playing together before the divorce? Because well, I came back. Well, I wasn't divorced yet because I first said we were in Murfreesboro because we started oh, playing yeah. music there because yep. I was still. Yeah. Because we recorded at MTSU. God, was that in between those? With those Asian guys? Yes, the Asian guys oh, produced um, yeah. three tracks for us. Remember that they, they deleted all the fi- where they lost all the guitar oh files God, it was on insane. one track. Insane. Yeah. <laughs> See, I and, don't remember any of that. And so, so he was still married for the first time at that point. We Barely. recorded MTSU, where we were a band. Like he would come to Fayetteville every once in a while, and we would practice at the church that you and I were going to at that time. Where I caught you jerking off. That's where you were busted jerking off in the in the church parking lot <laughs> one night. <laughs> when, I, when I started being bad. Uh, yeah, around that time. Yeah, because um, you, you had the uh, girlfriend in Canada. Yeah. Which was interesting. Because remember, we named that three-song demo, Kate Said So, because Jordan, every time we would talk about something, and he would be like, well, Kate said... Blah, 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 blah. Or right. Kate said, blah, 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 <laughs> yeah, blah. really? Yeah, Man. you did that all Wait, lot. Hold on. That's we why need, we named it. We, we need no, to hear a, a little bit of the story. Wait a did we record with the guys at MTSU before we recorded with Schmitz in his apartment? I don't fucking know. Uh, all right. I mean, I, I really, honestly, I don't remember that much about that. Um, I don't remember a time. I remember a time when Stephen moved to flagstaff and he was a youth pastor and then i remember doing a couple albums or maybe one album or something like that and then i don't know yeah that was after he came back so the the, because we decided to go in the military shortly around that time yeah because you got divorced and then i had my own apartment i was going to college and i I remember that apartment the apartment was awesome Dude, it smelled like butthole and fucking jizz. Well, the place was amazing. Yeah, <laughs> we had a bunch of old couches from from Goodwill there. Yeah. Well, we started playing together again when he moved. Super back. heavy in Warcraft, and we would yes. practice at the church. Right, and Bought we booze for underage kids at high school parties. Man, that was not my choice. <laughs> I just need to put you a didn't fight it very out there. much though. You know, I how is it not your choice? You drugged me out. I just so I. Golly, no, I'm not going to talk about that. That's, <laughs> that's a liability. <laughs> I remember there's some some girl that, like, remember? do you remember, was it Lauren, the little tiny, like, almost dwarf girl? Sloan Paris. Sloan, that was it, Sloan. 
Sounds, this yeah. sounds like Ferris Bueller again. Sloan was beautiful. Yeah. But she was like, anyway. what, 17, 18? Just, just about eight. Maybe she had been 18. I don't I, remember. Sa- I think she was 18. Yeah. We'll, we'll say she was 18. I think I like that story better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, well, she was dating a guy that hung out at our apartment a lot and didn't pay rent or buy anything. Oh, that's right. His name was Phil. Yeah, and uh, which is that's such a shit name. Sloan Sloan actually went to jail a couple times over some <laughs> random stuff. Oh, so yeah. I don't know that much about what Sloan's doing nowadays. But she, we work. I worked with her at Pizza Hut. Right, and, and she's partied up though. I that's forgot you worked at Pizza. Hut. I did. I worked at Pizza Hut with my brother and my soon-to-be brother's brother-in-law, and no, wait a minute, my soon-to-be brother-in-law's <laughs> brother, uh-huh. and then Sloan was there, and Phil worked there, so we all worked there, and we got basically free pizza all the time right. and that's what we lived on for like two like, i don't know like a year and a half that's what something. miller did when he came and lived with me he worked at a pizza place and would bring fucking pizza home all the time the shit was awesome yeah it's free pizza yeah. like anytime he didn't somebody, pay rent but god damn it he brought free pizza yeah and you don't get to choose what you get you just get what you get and you don't pitch a fit yeah yeah anyway but yeah your apartment was fucking awesome i remember that. yeah so i remember you coming there to kind of chill out and and to me, it was like you were kind of gathering yourself right. from post-divorce because it was a big deal. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and so we just hung out. The first and, time it was a big deal. Yeah. We just hung out and, I don't know, <laughs> tried to make the best of the situation. I didn't really understand a lot of what was going on because, obviously, I wasn't married and yeah. wasn't divorced. And so, Do you remember that super tiny, almost dwarf girl, Lauren, that came by all the time? For a while? Yeah. You banged her, right? No. No, no? thank God. I did make out with her once, which was... Yeah. A regrettable. We went on a date one time, and I was she like, was "Full stage five. Yeah, I know that's. I, there was probably if if, if I was so my crazy radar is not very good no. for obvious reasons. <laughs> clearly, clearly, I have a deficit in that. But <laughs> but uh, Lauren, it's, I picked up on that. Like you turn Jordan's crazy radar on, and ten years later, it's at full full blast, ready to go. <laughs> it's, it's about the truth. Yeah. So took a while to warm no, up. She to that was one. fucking. Crazy. But I picked up on Lauren's crazy meter pretty early. Yeah. Um, I didn't care. Yeah. I mean, and eh, she just, mm, no, I'll pass. No. no, she wasn't an attractive lady. No. Anyway. no. And that's okay because there's unattractive people out there and they need love too. But, you know, well, that's, that's what, yeah. Not for me. <laughs> but um, that was a real asshole thing to say. But anyway, um, yeah, so I that's kind of, that's mostly what I remember about that whole thing is, is that you were just kind of post-divorce going through your stuff. And we were talking about joining the military very lightly. And then you kind of dropped the bomb out of nowhere. Um, Cause I had thought about going to the military. Well, we had both talked about the coast guard, me and you together. Yeah. We were going to go to the coast guard together. So um, because that's not gay. Well, like, so we, um, no, it's not gay at all. But anyway, so we, I had I had wanted to join the military since I was like twelve. Right. I, I I just I don't know. It's just what I wanted to do. But then I had a girlfriend at the time, and it was like, ah, eh, don't join the army. Blah blah blah. So anyway, we had talked about joining the Coast Guard together. Um, you couldn't. They wouldn't let you in because you had a fucking tattoo. I had a stuff. tattoo. It was a what? Like it's an the shark of, on the back of his an neck. Eighth of an inch above your yeah, collar. Yeah. It's the. Sh- I have a shark tattoo on on my back between my shoulder blades, and the fin comes up just. Just beyond the T-shirt, and you know that's what I wanted. So that's well, it what comes I did. up enough that if you had worn a collared shirt, they would have never seen it. They you would have, have been in the Coast Guard, it. right? But leave it to me to dress like a slacker. So, 
I uh, I just showed up at the Coasties office and everything was good. And I did an about face and walked out the door. And he was like, wait a minute there, Sonny. Stop. Yeah, I was like, we can't yeah. take you because you got a tattoo. Yeah. And then they took off their tattoo band like a few months after that. Oh, that sucks. Anyway, so I joined the Army and because uh, the Army took me. Right. And uh, started my military career after that for like 13 years. So, so to go back when we were playing um, after Stephen's first divorce, do you remember the name of that band? Good Day One? No. High Five Railway. Yes. That's it. I couldn't remember it at High all. High Five we've, Railway. We've had so many. It's like no. dyslexic. And correct me if I'm wrong, it's a great band name. I thought that was a great band. band I I liked it the best out of all of them. It would have been a better band had we been like an alt country group. Like that's a better name for something like that. So I think, you know, that was the time in my life when I was really into the blues. um, And that was mostly because Joe was into the blues. Well, Joe didn't play with us in Hi-Fi Railway. It bled over somehow. Yeah. Yeah. so I don't know. I was in. I was into the blues for that, and the blues were. I still listen to the blues a lot, mm. um, and that's still kind of a fallback for me. And I think it was just. I don't know. It's just the kind of genre that I stuck with. Um, but that type of music resonated with me more right. than like punk rock, let's say. So I was happy where we were at, um, and then yeah, and then Stephen, you broke up the band because you joined the Coast Guard, and then I was like, well the hell with it then i'm guess i'm joining the army right for sure joey now. joey was devastated i by was the way. devastated joey was devastated depressed like just unreal the amount of depression so i had been at that point in my life i had already been through a serious bout of depression i will we'll call it and and i oh yeah why <laughs> and so <laughs> i uh i was able to kind of recover from that fairly easily because right. i had options but you know <laughs> you options are just (laughs) i don't know it's just one of those things like changes your perspective so you remember his at the time brother-in-law who's young was like 16 jeff was playing guitar for us yeah yeah jeff and then good kid after the divorce obviously he couldn't play in the band anymore it was his no we would have let him but he right well obviously he had i guess what daddy or mommy uh, who knows about that I, for obvious reasons. Well, but also Stephen was excommunicated from that church, and sure, right. thus excommunicated from life as we know it. Of course, right. So then we we pick up Nick. Um, yep, Nick. Oh, Nick, if you Nick. listen to this, we want you to come to Knoxville sometime before you Nick's go buy cool your dude. kid. Right, and he's fat and funny, and uh, <laughs> uh, be on here with us. Um, yep. So um, I'm just glad he put all that weight back on after chemo. Yeah. That is the truth. Well, is, when he was a kid, he was little. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he had a leukemia. You don't remember us making fun of him for that? No, I don't remember that at all. Yeah. But that's the true hero story is going through chemo and being able to do that. Yeah, so. and getting your hair back, which is something I don't have. Right. He never could get quite enough back on, above really, let's, his Let's, let's above be honest, his though. Let's be honest about cancer. Is it is it really not the fucking new common cold? Everybody fucking gets cancer at some point, and there's no cure for it. Yeah, yeah I don't right. know. Um, I mean, Maybe. Yeah, it's probably most of the food we eat. Yeah, oh, and the radiation, all that shit. But I'm just saying, so, like, is cancer really that tragic of a thing? Because almost every, you'll hear it all told, so-and-so has cancer. So-and-so, some people heal from it, some people die. But the fact of the matter is, it's all over the place. It's a, it's a very common thing. It, it is very common, unfortunately. They I say mean, that every man, thing. if you live long enough, will end up with prostate cancer. Well, like, it's, so. just, it's just your body mutating over time. So, yeah, sure. of course, you're going to get... did you know if you have prostate cancer in... Or even if you don't have prostate cancer, do you know if you have your prostate removed? Sounds painful. 
when you blow your load, nothing comes out. Just air? <laughs> nothing comes that's the, that's the running joke is it's right. just like a See, that's why I get my but, prostate milked on a regular basis. But, I don't know if I believe this. Have you ever no, had your no, prostate I'm, milk? <laughs> Have you ever had somebody get the full finger and rub the prostate out? No, if you... Yeah, Jordan has. That shit's amazing, is it not? Probably Look, I don't want to call it a dildo. <laughs> it's not all the time. I got to keep at least some secrets. I, think no, when, I don't not. think Jordan called it prostate. I mean, I think he called it pegging. But <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, it's not all the time, but a little finger in the asshole occasionally. You get that little rub rub, dude. It's like fucking emptying out of a fucking closet. It should just I like can honestly say that it's never happened to me except from a doctor, and it wasn't a prostate. Did milk. they finish? It was a prostate exam. No. I don't know. No. <laughs> You know, I'm just going to say I'm not old enough to know all this stuff. No, if you have your <laughs> prostate removed, when you blow a load, everything is exactly the same. The feeling, the sensation, everything's the same, but nothing comes out. Well, that ruins everything. <sighs> Does it? I think so. <laughs> I, I mean, for someone that's been Jordan's married for all years about the and years and years, practice, man. for someone that's been married for years and years and years, the thought of not having to clean anything up is awesome. No, no. When you chop a tree down, you got to see the chips fly. <laughs> <laughs> Jordan, Jordan likes to admire his work. Yeah, he does. When it's done. You gotta see yeah. some, I don't know. No, you can't. No. How do you know you're making progress? It's got fucking a, Salvador Dali painting when Jordan gets done. It's a fucking oh God. Rorschach chest on, or test on some titties. How does this make you feel? Oh I see God. a butterfly. <laughs> Oh, God. All right. So we got way off track on that. <laughs> or, or did we stay right where we needed to hey, be? Probably. Yeah. So mm. we, we play in, in a band for, a, you know, a year or two, maybe. Maybe. Do you remember playing in Nashville? Um, oh, yeah. We played at one club. Did great. Kings. Made it to the second. No, no, no. Yeah. No, no, no. The second. Was yeah. that the Hair of the Dog. Hair of the Dog was the Hair first. Hair of the Dog was the first one. That's where we made it to the second. Second round was BB Kings, B. B. and they Kings. put us with a bunch of metal bands. Yeah, so that was that was probably the best show of my No, no. The Hair of the Dog was a better show for yeah, us. People were super into it. Because people were super into it. But do you Man, feel like it was a better show as far as our performance and the way we played? I think we rocked the fuck out of it. I think we did yeah, we both did times, but yeah. Well that we had our, our fan base that we came had our out fan base days. there. Everybody was into it. They made shirts, dude. I mean, they made shirts. I I think we slayed well, it as far his, as like being a being a band that was not equipped to handle that kind of venue right. and being relatively as young as we were. Yeah, and all of all the things taken into consideration, like man, I still brag about playing at BB King's in Nashville. Yeah. So I don't remember, care what anybody his says. His first wife, and they were divorced or maybe it wasn't finalized. They weren't together anymore. His first wife came to that show. Because, yes, she did. Because her brother was playing with us still at that time. Yep. Right. And the bitch talked shit about me while she was there. And and that's the one thing that, like, at that point, I was still not, I wouldn't say on her side, but I hadn't, like, written her off. And I was like, you know what? They're getting a divorce. That doesn't mean that I can't, you know. I want to know what she friends. said. Like, she said, because you remember at... at she talked uh, shit about you or about me? About me. Oh. She... You remember we had a party at, at my house for Krista's birthday, and you guys came to the party or whatever one time. I'll and, believe you. When we when we lived there. And, and yeah. Yeah, when we lived... The, the house we used to practice in. Like, right, we had a party for Krista's birthday there, and that bitch said, um, oh, yeah, Joey had a party for his wife just as an excuse to be able to hang out with Jordan and Steven. Like... I Man, that seems like a relatively seems good like reason. a logical thing. No, but <laughs> like, <laughs> it's not the truth. That's not the. That's not. 
factual. It was, I mean, it was just like we were collateral, or I was anyway, collateral damage because of their divorce. So I don't know. Anyway, that's just stuck with me. It's like really? you're finding Flint in my driveway, asshole. <laughs> like, well, I mean, I don't. Maybe you need to go talk to somebody because, like, I don't hold those things. Like, if someone talks shit about me, okay, whatever. Right. That's fine. That's your opinion. Yeah. Moving on. Fuck her. Yeah, I mean, I did unfortunately. I just <laughs> for, for for a few long years. So <sighs> when Stephen goes off to the Coast Guard, how much contact do you guys keep up? Oh man, you know how I am with contact. Like, like none. zero. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, talk to I'm not. I'm not a hey, call you up, talk on the phone kind of guy. I just. No, I think like once or twice our leave way. intersected and we hung out or something, but it's because like your parents saw my parents and was like, oh, Jordan's in town. I was like, yeah. oh, cool. But that was that was it. Yeah, because your mom works at the hardware store, and yeah. you know people come in to buy wood and <laughs> hardware-ish stuff. Right. And so yeah, like. I mean, I kept up with Stephen via Facebook, or I kept oh, up yeah, with you via honest. Facebook, or. You know, whatever. And, I mean, we kept up with each other kind of, with all of us, kind of intermittently throughout the time. Because, you know, being in the military, you have a certain amount of leave you can take. And then yeah. there, you just, you do what you can and you try to meet up when you can. And, uh, but, I mean, a lot of it is, yeah. I mean, you got you got stuff to do. You got things going on. And, and both of us got married, me a second time, we got married to people that didn't really like us to interact with other people. Yeah, which is... Really? Unfortunate, because I thought yeah. she liked me and Krista. Maybe she liked she you just, guys. Okay, okay. I, I think I might have met your second ex-wife once or twice. Yeah. But she she was one those kind that she would act like liked you guys, but they'd be like, oh yeah, you can totally go in that. And then when you came home, it was like, why the fuck did you go and do that? I'm blah 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 blah. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah. Or the type that was always like, we never do anything, so I do stuff. And then she'd be like, well, that's not what I want to do. Yeah, right. Nothing's never, ever good or enough. Or I never get out of the house while you're gone. I was like, go to a movie. I'm not going to go to a movie by myself. I'm like, what the fuck do you want me to do? Yeah, yeah. Right. It's Well, I mean, and I've been there too. And it's yeah. just the way yeah. some people are. Exactly. You mean crazy? Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> basically. Gotcha. So fast forward, Jordan's out in the military. I've been out for a, a longer than he is. He stayed in long. Right. Because I got medically discharged because I'm a crazy motherfucker. Got the di- bipolar diagnosis, all that shit. Right. Um, so he moved back. So we've hung out probably more in the last like year than we have in the last 10. Yeah, since... So I've been back, I've been back to Tennessee, the great state, since... I don't know, since June of 2018. Yeah. So, yeah, which... You know, there's a lot of catching up I got to do and and a lot of reconnecting I'd like to do. Which, talking about his first girlfriend that we had back then, he's now dating her again. Or yeah, pseudo-dating, seeing, There's some good out with. stories yeah, we'll, we'll about call that. it dating. Yeah. I'm good with that at okay. this point. Okay. Are you Facebook? You're not Facebook official, though, are you? No, not Facebook official. <sighs> yeah. Mm. Is that even a thing anymore? Because we're so fucking old. I think, I think, I mean, maybe not be a thing for people our know. age, but. I mean, I'm Facebook official, so <laughs> I'm not even on Facebook anymore because right reasons. <clears throat> I don't blame you. Right, it's terrible. Um, so, so you guys didn't really keep in contact while during your military stint, but you have more so in the last year and a half ish. Yeah, yeah. So now we're kind of because guess, we were living close to each other when you first moved back. Yeah, and you know, a lot of it is just just time and opportunity right. and. But we're also the type that's like, I love when we hang out, but I don't like pine for you when you're gone. I don't miss you every day. No, you that's, know? that's unfortunate. Yeah, right? No. <laughs> is, it not, is, it, is, is that not mutual? Yeah, I've got a self-portrait of you on my wall that I that's look awful. at every Dude, night. We, I, I was telling Joey we need to go to Portrait Innovations and get some couples photos. You should come, and we have like a three-way gay marriage photo session. Done. 
That would be amazing. Sold. I want to wear a lot of pastel. I want there to be a lot of picnic baskets and touching. Yeah, I, I think I just, I'm just not the kind of person that calls people. You know, I just very randomly I might call you, but like this, I don't know. It's yeah. just, it, it just kind of seems yeah. stupid. Well, Joe and I were the same way when I was gone. It'd be an occasional text like, what's up, fucker? And we talk a little bit, then it'd be months, you know. Sure, just, sure. You know, because we're grown I men. I think we kept up through Twitter occasionally. Like one of us yeah. would tweet something, the other one would respond. Because I'm fucking hilarious on Twitter. Period. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. No, I don't. I don't have the Twitter. You should. You should tweet. You should. You should be a twatter. I don't, I don't know what I would say. Whatever you want. Anything. Anything. I, like I'm in Walmart today. Right. Bam. You could say that. Yes. <laughs> but be careful what you say because 20 years from now somebody's going to come after you and you're in your career. Be like oh, you were yeah, at Walmart. Sure. That must mean you you agree with right slavery or something right. stupid. Absolutely. Like what? So. <laughs> <laughs> You guys just ramble and ramble. All right. Whatever. No, that's fine. So so this is a bit of Jordan's version of our history, and we wanted to bring Jordan on to 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 say, uh, and Nick, if you're listening, that we're putting the band back together. Oh, Jesus so, Christ. We probably no, shouldn't I'm just, do that. I'm just, I'm just kidding. Right. We got we to come up with another name, though. Oh, I we should stop now. <laughs> come up with another name. What what would be a good name to come up with? Ah, fuck, I don't know. I don't. I don't think we. I don't think we need one for this fake band. Why? Well, how, how? That doesn't make any sense to me. Why? Well, I haven't played drums in like ten years. So. Right. Has it really been that long? It's been since two thousand eight. It's probably been a few years since I've played bass. But yeah. and then playing drums, that don't mean he ain't beat the skins. <laughs> you so i uh yeah like i think the last time i played drums was in a church um and before we pcs or permanent change of station uh to savannah georgia um yeah that was the last time that was 2008 so like that was it wow when i Jesus. was here in Fayetteville, do you remember that the church i caught you jerking off outside of yeah i the i don't remember what it's called now i led worship for them like year and a half ago. Oh, for, yeah, I remember for, for, Really? Uh, they needed somebody to fill in, and they... <laughs> the Osiers we were, were not there anymore. We were trying to do yeah. the church thing again for a little while, and we're obviously... Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of over the church I, thing. I am, too. There's a whole thing that went behind that, but yeah, I did that for a while, and it was just as fucking terrible as I, I remember. It. I hate the people. Oh, my God, it's awful. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't. I can't say that I... There's only... There, there's probably two people in the world that I absolutely hate, but right. other than that, I mean... I can't say you want to say their names. No, I'm good. (laughs) It's because you're a kind hearted soul. I just, I just push, you know, if, if you're, if you're the kind of person that's going to bring a lot of pain and suffering into a situation, like I'm not about that. Like I got to move on. Yeah. I got too much stuff going on. Yeah. So, but but you're a pretty, like, what's the word I'm looking for? Pretty. You know, he's pretty. No, that's not it. Yeah. No, I just mean like, as far as people are concerned, he's cut you're really good about, well that, and he's really good though about giving people benefit of the doubt. Like you are how you are and that's fucking fine. Like if, if I don't like it, we just won't hang out. But you know, you don't take a lot of that shit personally at all. No, there's no reason. And I, actually going back to the homeschool thing, I think that's the reason why is there's, I just never saw any benefit in taking anything personally. Yeah. I, I just, I, and I, I don't, don't for the most part. Yeah. Because, I mean, I don't know. It, you know, my former career, we, I stared into the abyss a lot, so to say. And there's so many more worse things out there than just right. somebody talking shit about me or oh, for somebody. Sure. Well, I don't even mean taking it personally. As much as, like, for me, 
anyway. Like you, if, if somebody does some shit, you don't like, you're just like, whatever you fucking write them off and you don't think anything else about it. For me, after you lose a baseline of respect for me, then I'm like, fuck you. I don't give a shit. And I will fucking punch you in the face if I see you again. Like it. And I don't take it personally as much as I just have no use for you as a human being after you fucking crossed a certain line. I, I, I think it depends on the line for me. Um, you know, a lot of people, I, there's a lot of people that have said things to me that I disagreed with or said things to me that I'm uh, morally opposed to or just just stuff that I'm just not cool with. Yeah. Um, but, I mean... You, you need know, to get right with Jesus. Tomorrow... <laughs> that hadn't been happening for a while. <laughs> you know, tomorrow's a new day kind of thing. And, yeah. like... As I'm saying, you're this weirdly, like, blunt optimist. Yeah, maybe. I don't yeah, know. In a weird way. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I'll take it. Yeah. That sounds fine. Yeah, you will. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just, like I said, it just, it, stuff doesn't bother me yeah. for the most part. I mean, there are things that bother me, of course, but yeah. for the most part, like, just people are people. Yeah. They're going to do what they want to do. Yeah. They're, they're out there for the best interest. Like, I can understand, even, even the nonsense with my ex-wife, like, I understand why she drug me through the mud and just mm. you know attempted to destroy me as much as possible i get that like i under- like it kinky well that yeah but you know i there's there's a certain amount of that i get yeah. i understand where her motivation was um i mean however like she lost right and, and what was her name again <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, satan maybe satan? that works with a little asterisk above the t Satan. Yeah. So with it, what all this boils down to is like Jordan's still like our fucking best friend in the world. Like we've been really weird, weirdly close since we were like younger and hung out, like not always in the sense of spending all of our waking moments together, but it's like you can, we can be gone for a fucking year, two years, five years and still come back. Yeah, together it's just like out. you push pause and then. Right. <clears throat> and I think that's freaking amazing. Yeah. Like I, I really like, so you guys are probably the two closest friends I have. You guys are my only two friends. <laughs> like, you know, and we've had, and we collectively have, have had some really close friends in the past. Um, but I don't know. I mean, there, there's, there's something to be said for somebody you can always reach back on and tap and be like, Hey, yep. you right. know, this is some stuff going on or this is what I need or this is, or how are you doing? Or, yeah. you know, just, just reconnect with, and like Joey said, pushing pause on a relationship. Um, because I've known Joey, like I said, I can't, I can't think of a time that I haven't known Joey. Yeah. And, you know, and Steven, I've known you for so long, it feels like forever. Um, <laughs> <laughs> in every positive way. But, like, at the same time, you know, it's hard to... It, it's Joey's hard dogs to, barking in the background. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to what? You can't find people like that nowadays. No. I'm know? not friends with a single person I went to high school with. Yeah. like and I, We were a tight-knit group when I was in high school, like, like those people. I'm not even yeah, friends with my sister. Name, She's the only one I went somebody, to high school with. Yeah, like name somebody you know that you can reach out and and just talk to for no damn reason. Prostitute. Okay. Yes. <laughs> well played, sir. Well played. But yeah, uh, yeah, you know, yeah I got you. you know, without paying a significant amount of money or even an insignificant <laughs> amount of money, depending on what country you're in. But um, corn dogs. The uh, you know, Juarez is a hell of a place. But um, <laughs> you know, it's just I don't know. There's it. There's something to be said for that, and 
I'm I'm actually very happy, and that's one reason I said that uh, I didn't have really any complaints. Is I'm very happy to be back where I am. I'm very happy to be in the great state of Tennessee, and you know, when are you going to move to Knoxville to be with us? Probably <laughs> never. Oh, Jesus. oh God damn it's it! It's so much better than Fayetteville and Pulaski. Well, you, oh, well, I don't doubt it. Are you at least going to come on another episode? Yeah, yeah. All so right. we can do another episode. Maybe phone it in, but you know, we'll do whatever we got to. But the uh, I don't know. It's and it's not that like Fayetteville is the most amazing city in the world because that's far cry from anything close to being sub amazing. <laughs> but I don't know. It's you almost know, as good as Pulaski. Almost as good as Pulaski. I don't know. You walk over to Pulaski, you just feel like shit. Just yeah, walking. It feels town. like time just slows down. God, I, feel, I, I don't know what it is, but I feel like I walked into a trailer park every time I walk into Pulaski in general. It's like everything's <laughs> just dead. Yeah. There's, there's, you know, tumbleweed Pulaski blowing. Pulaski looks how I feel inside. <laughs> Pulaski feels how I look inside. <laughs> <laughs> Smoke-filled right. lungs and... You're All right. Crying out well, I for think help. Uh, I think it's about it for today. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's a good shit on Pulaski, and that's a good place to stop. Uh, so, yeah. Fuck yeah. Um, thanks for listening. Uh, we'll have Jordan on again, maybe next week, maybe just randomly here and there. But please send us your hate mail. Yeah, we have one more ad that's going to come up at the end. Please listen to it. Don't just fast forward through. We've got a code in it for you that you guys can use and and actually get a little something from us as well, and we get a little something for you guys from that. So. Thanks, and uh, listen again next week. All right. All right, guys. We want to talk to you about Stitcher Premium. Mm. We use Stitcher Premium, and we want to offer you guys a free month of Stitcher Premium. You can listen to some of your favorite shows ad-free with Stitcher Premium. I'm going to say Stitcher Premium a lot. because You can listen to shows like Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend, My Favorite Murder, Wolverine, The Lost Trail, Bitch Sesh, The Fantasy Footballers, and more. Plus... You can get access to Stitcher Originals, bonus episodes, comedy albums, and so much more. It's only $4.99 a month or $34.99 for a full year. And go to stitcherpremium.com to sign up today. And we have our sweet fucking promo code. You can use B3F for one month free. That's right. That's B3F for one month free of Stitcher Premium. So please try it out. Uh, We'll get a little kickback and you guys will get a free month. B3F is the promo code. That's B, the number three, F. Give us a thumbs up on Facebook at B3F Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at B3F Podcast and on Instagram at B3F underscore podcast. Send us your questions or comments to BFFF.podcast at gmail.com. Rate us and review us wherever you listen to the show. And as always, thanks for listening. <laughs>